Now here again is Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And uh, this is kind of the walk-up music for Glenn Stretch Smith. Um, you've heard him on this station for years. You recognize him. He's been off coaching um, in that USFL. And he's glad to be home in Alito, Texas. And, uh, Stretch, it was great to see you today um, at the uh, Joe Dickinson's Quarterback Club, which is a really cool uh, opportunity for a lot of young men to uh, come together, work at the quarterback position. you got wide receivers out there. And uh, your son was one of the quarterbacks, Colby. Um, uh, Stretch, that was a lot of fun to, to watch today. Thanks for being on with us. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. It was, uh, you know, anytime you can get out and it's 103 degrees and get out there on that turf, Mosley, I think it's a great, ex- it's a great, it's a great experience. And, uh, nothing like, uh, nothing like being back home and in, uh, in Alito, Texas. So, uh, it was good to see you out there. I'm, I'm glad to see that you're able to get out in this, uh, in this heat a little bit. You're moving around pretty good for an old man. Did you, uh, did you kind of like that that little area I found myself? There was not that was uh, that that stadium was not built with uh, with uh, it's a beautiful new stadium out there in Alito at a at one of the uh, Christian schools out there the private schools. It was not it was not built with like shade in mind. In fact, the only shade for those young men to visit with each other, take a break, was underneath the stands. That's the only <laughs> sliver of shade. Now you were smart enough to have an umbrella with you in a chair, and you sat down there, had a nice-looking little uh, vantage point down there in the corner. But I kind of yeah. I found the one tree that was around, and I got to say, uh, Stretch, the wind was blowing pretty well, um, but it was, a, it was a nice vantage point up there. Yeah, it was good to see you. You're, you're, you, you, got, you, know, you got a little country boy in you, and you found, you, know, you found that one big oak tree that set up in the end zone, and and I tried to offer you, to, you know, a chance to come down there and said, "Hey, we'd set up a chair for you, and I'd, I'd, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd share some of my Gatorade and everything." You said, "No, I believe I'm gonna go right up there." And you went up there on that hill and, and found you a good place. That's the, that's the country boy in you. And I, I, you know what? There's a, there's definitely a, uh, there's, there's some method to your madness, Mosley. I've known <laughs> that for a long time. Had a nice big jug of water. Uh, now, Stretch, your your son's part of this thing, but boy, Joe Dickinson, your relationship with him goes back like thirty years or something, maybe even more than that. Uh, y'all coached together. You've watched him this camp that he's kind of putting on. Uh, Mac Jones from the New England Patriots have has participated in this event last couple of years, maybe the last three years or so, and and I know you've kind of helped. Uh, with it and and uh and some of your friends you know provide some of the facilities and everything it's really turned into a neat deal uh stretch i bet we had 20 quarterbacks out there varying varying from what like ninth grade um through 12th grade there might have been a couple of junior junior high kids running around but uh what an opportunity to get to throw and be talked uh taught by an NFL quarterback like Mac Jones, who played at Alabama and is now at the Patriots. Stretch, you know, like your son, for instance, getting to be around Mac Jones now for the last couple of years, um, 
what has that meant to him, and, and does that does that make just a huge impression on these young guys? Well, I, I mean, I think anytime you can get you know a player like him to 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 reach to that level, obviously it speaks of what kind of character he is and what kind of young man he is. It also speaks of the relationship you know that he has with Joe Dickinson, and 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 obviously Joe has worked with Mac, you know, since he was kind of a junior high kid. And so it's really, to me, as a dad and someone who wants to sit back and watch it, you know, it's great to see those guys give back. You know, they don't forget where they came from. And, you know, to be able to take away from his busy schedule, you know, he was in town, uh, you know, with the the touchdown, with the O'Brien touchdown award. And then, you know, to be able to give back to, uh, to people and, to me, that's a, that's a big deal. And I think that you take the experience of Joe Dickinson and, you know, the fact that he's coached a lot of quarterbacks, he's seen a lot of quarterbacks, he's got a great point of reference for what it takes. And then, you know, you get a kid like Hoss Haney, who's one of the top quarterbacks in the state, you know, won the state championship at Alito, you know, be able to give back to those kids and, uh, you know, give them the opportunity. They're downstairs right now in a facility that I, if you saw this facility, I'm sitting in, it's just even unbelievable. It's more unbelievable than any of that. And, uh, you know, the, the Haney family built the facility here, three-story facility, indoor throwing, weight room, sauna, the whole nine. And they're downstairs meeting and going over film with Mac Jones. I mean, the learning curve is so sped up now for, these young players and yes, being able to, you know, reach out and, and, and get an opportunity to do that speaks volumes for where they're at. And I'm telling you, if you saw this facility that Jesse Haney's built for his family, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's a, it's a sports dominium next to his, next to his house. It's just unbelievable, but it really is cool for these young men to be able to get close to him, watch film with him, go out and throw with him, you know, 105 or 110, it, it didn't matter to those kids today. They were getting to go out and experience that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there were more quarterbacks, it seemed, than wide receivers, Stretch. I was kind of hoping you'd get out there, and you've been known to get out there and, and uh, run a route or two, catch the football. But uh, that was a really good group of uh, of young guys. Now, what are they trying to at this age in these like quarterback meetings, for instance? What are they? What do you think is the primary thing they're trying to get into their heads as they? And I'm sure they want them to maybe take notes and that kind of thing. But when they go indoors and have these meetings, what is the? What do you think they're trying to get across to these young quarterbacks? I think you teach kids. You show them, hey, let's look at the levels of the safeties. Let's look at the leverage of the cornerbacks. Let's let, let, let's break it down to where, okay, yeah, you can say well, they're playing Tampa two because that's something they see in a seven-on-seven drill. Or they're playing cover four quarters where the corners drop off and the safeties play and they, they play on the roof and keep everything up underneath them. I think you get to when you can sit down with an NFL quarterback and he can – tell you about the things that he's looking at and what and how he processes processes the information I think that's something that is so valuable to these young people it's unbelievable you know I go back to when I was with the Cowboys and Wade Wilson God rest his soul 
I think one of the most interesting things that, that Dave Campo did when he came in as the head coach of the Cowboys was he had the entire staff clinic uh, the rest of the staff on actually what you teach. How do you teach it? And so Wade Wilson got up and he spoke for three hours on a seven-second window, which was from the time he heard the play in his ear to the time the ball was snapped, what went through a quarterback's mind, what could break down the play, what could hurt the play, how he was looking at things, what he was looking at. And I think any time that you can share that with young people and you have a, a current NFL quarterback who does just that, I mean, he's got to have that fast discernment. He's got to have that ability to say, hey, boy, once this play's called, i got to go execute this, and I've got to do it in a very quick fashion. I think any time you can share that with young people, it only accelerates and helps with all of these kids being able to not only understand, but know it's not just a Madden play or this it's not just this double reverse that we're going to run on this 100-inch TV, it's breaking it down and truly understanding what we're looking for and what we're trying to get done. And I think that's a big deal for, for these young kids today to have that, you know, have that opportunity to, to tap into that. It's a pretty neat deal. And you're right. I have seen that indoor facility out there uh, on the Haney's. Uh, and uh, that's a commitment. That's a financial commitment. There's no telling what it costs. There's pickleball in there. It's about a 50-yard uh, indoor field with a hydraulic lift at the end of it. And, the, and, the, and the, the field goes out about 30 more yards. So you may end up with about 80 yards out there. And, again, uh, stretch just to give people the proper perspective, probably about, what, 50 yards away from their house. I mean, it, it's it's a stone's throw away from the family's house, and they've built this huge indoor football facility, and it's really nice enough, honestly, where a a, a team, of course, Alito has its own indoor, but a local team could go over there and hold a nice practice, uh, and, and I'm sure the Hades will uh, allow. Glenn Stretch-Smith joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about the... Um, your USFL experience this time around, um, and and what was it? Uh, I mean, you were in Ann Arbor. There was a lot of cold weather, believe it or not, even into the spring. <laughs> um, when did the weather finally break? And you did Most experience legal. just a little bit of like spring um, Michigan weather. Uh, mostly the coldest winter I've ever spent was a spring I just spent in Ann Arbor, I'll tell you that. I mean, we practiced <laughs> multiple times. It was it was below. And and by the way, we didn't go to camp till the end of March, and we practiced multiple times where it was under 20 degrees. It was the damnedest thing I've ever seen. I, I'm sure there are parts of Michigan that are beautiful and uh, up in the Upper Peninsula, and, and, and for two months a year, I'm sure it's a fantastic place. But I, I'll tell you this, I've never been so glad to be back in Texas in all my life. And if you don't think, you know, if you, if you don't appreciate where we live and appreciate Texas and know Texas is God's country, go spend you about 90 days up there in, in Ann Arbor and tell me, tell me you're not ready to get home. You know, as far as the USFL, um, you know, it's a great experience again. I mean, Fox TV's done a heck of a job with un unveiling what is, you know, a, a spring league that's a, a really good football league. You know, we, we had a Baylor 
player in, in Corey Coleman did a great job for us. Uh, Baylor offensive lineman and Jacob Burton, who was very well could have been our best offensive lineman. And, and, uh, you know, we, we had, we were at four and three and had every opportunity to win the division. And, and uh, we just weren't able to get it done the last three weeks of the season. So the North division ended in a three-way tie, three teams being four and six. And because we didn't win enough division games, we were the team out. So last year where we had an opportunity to take it all the way to the finals was a little disappointing from that standpoint. But uh, overall, it, it was a great experience. And, you know, I worked for a heck of a guy in, in Bart Andrus, who's a head coach. And, and uh, it, it's a great experience for kids to – or, or, you know, young players who kind of, you know, are just on the cusp of getting to the NFL to be able to give them that, you know, that second shot at, at saying, hey, I can get on film and, and, hey, I can still play the game. And certainly Corey Coleman made, uh, you know, he made the all-league team and did a great job for us. And I, and I hope he gets an opportunity to get back in the NFL. But it is a neat experience, uh, you know, to be able to coach and, and still do some of those things at that level. I, I just wish it had been a different place other than Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Does Coleman still, I mean, have that uh, supreme speed? I mean, I you know, it, speed was never a problem for him for whatever reason, for a variety of reasons. It hasn't worked out in the NFL. Uh, and, I, and I think maybe some of there were some maturity issues as well that stuff he's kind of tried to deal with from a, from a, just a kind of preparation standpoint and everything Did Corey seemed like he impressed you. You like, you liked, I mean, there were still some things that caught your eye every once in a while that you had to correct, but, but is he, is the speed still there? Like the elite speed? He hadn't, he hadn't lost that. Has he? No. And I would say more along the lines of how explosive he is. I mean, he can really – he can get off the ground. I mean, he has got hops. He's got great hand-eye coordination. I mean, he's really attacks the football. He can he can catch every ball. He's got a great radius. Um, he can still run. He's still got – you know, he's still got that burst. I, I would 100% tell you that he belongs in an NFL camp. Um, you know, and the thing I like about him, he's a tough kid. I mean, he's really – I mean, he's got, he's got the, uh, you, you know, the toughness to overcome the little nicks, the little, you know, the things that that, that happen in a season that you got to be ready to go play, and you got to play play through a little nick here or a little hurt there or a little tweak here. He's he's a tough kid, and I and I really hope he gets a chance. I mean, as you can tell, I'm I'm a big fan of Corey, and we'd love to have him back. Uh, next year in Philadelphia, but he's a he's a hell of a player, and I do think that an NFL team will, you know, give him another shot. I I, I think when you look at how he uh, matured throughout the year, how he learned the offense, and how he was able to really take what was when we first got him, we thought God, we're going to have to put him at one position because you know, the, the offense that we're in is a concept offense and you have to earn, you know, learn the concept and understand. And then uh, I'm telling you by week three, he was, he was, a, he was able to play anywhere and all over the field. And, and he really was able to uh, help us offensively be able to do some things from a dynamic standpoint. I just wish, like I said, we got beat by three, um, you know, the, uh, against uh, New Jersey, we got beat by three 
against Michigan, and, and, and we had every opportunity to win those two games, and he put us in position to do that. I just wish we could have gotten over the hump and gotten to the playoffs where we could have showcased him a little bit. All right. I'm glad you are back. And, uh, boy, fun to get to, to see Colby out there, your son, uh, making it happen. He's got great size himself. Colby Smith up there at uh, Fort Worth All Saints, 6'3", had that cap turned around backwards and was letting it rip. And uh, I did notice on this camp, uh, Stretch, I want you to take full advantage of all these sessions. This is kind of a neat one. NIL guidance and insight. For for a guy, you know, hoping your son's going to have some opportunities to play in college, I think that's a pretty cool thing to, to be able really to talk is. about some of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're covering everything here in, a, in the three-day period. And that, like I said, I mean, Joe Dickinson doesn't leave any stone unturned. I mean, he's as good with young quarterbacks as anybody in the country. And obviously, you know, with him bringing Mac in here and, and, and being able to share those things, it is, it's a big deal for these yeah. kids to be able to, to get to that. But yeah, it's a great experience. I said to Joe, I said, does Stretch give you a hard time about your long hair as much as he does mine? He said, no, because he knows I'll give it right back to him. He said, he does not give me a hard time about that. <laughs> well, well I, I mean, I, I mean, he keeps he keeps it a little tighter than you, Mosley. You look like a damn mutt. <laughs> I was not, that is, I was very clean cut out there. Do not put out, <laughs> do not portray me like that. All right, good to visit with you. I appreciate it and uh, enjoy the rest of camp. Hey, we'll see, you, buddy. Have a good day. Okay, there he goes, Glenn Stretch Smith, riding off into the sunset out there in. Alito USA, and later in the day's program, about 5.20, we will have the uh, the namesake of this uh, quarterback camp and um, uh, his uh, number one protege, Mac Jones, the famous uh, Patriots quarterback, will be joining the program. We look forward to that at about 5.20. But next, 